Microsoft CEO says that if the Activision Blizzard merger goes through, huge series like Call of Duty and Overwatch and Diablo will be coming to Game Pass, but you don't need to pawn your PlayStation yet. And we've got a whole bunch of news out of Sony, some new PS Plus titles, and some new acquisitions. We're going to talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're coming to you on Fruit Lab. We're on YouTube and podcast services around the world talking about all the biggest happenings in the video game industry. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined every single week by Full Clip. How you doing this week, man? Doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting week. I love these ones where it's like a potpourri of news. A potpourri of news. That's exactly what it is. It's just uh, every day there was another little tidbit of uh, of news that we could talk about. You know, lots of stuff. I've got two full pages of notes this week. That's how you know it's a good news week when I could fill two full pages. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, You've been playing anything good? You know, I, I've gone back to Call of Duty. I am trying to grind that atomic camo out as quickly as possible. What do we have, like, until mid-next month and the next title comes out? And I want to join everybody who's coming back to the series for Modern Warfare 2. I don't want to be grinding camos uh, in Vanguard forever. No. Yeah. Yeah, you you got some work to do. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, this is the one. Unless, like, it's a total pile of junk. Like this is the the Call of Duty I'm I'm jumping back in with. I'm excited. Um, so yeah, you got to finish this up so you know we can go there and smash some some fools. Oh yeah. uh, uh, You know in our in our squad, our Gaming News Weekly uh, squad that we're Absolutely. gonna make. G and W Clan <laughs> Tag. Decided. Make sure you use that in the game so you know. Exactly. Yeah. That's how you you get good. Um, have you gotten any more? Uh, uh, have you unlocked any more big ones? Any golds? I tried to get platinums? like I try to get just to the edge so that I can flip on the camera, start recording, and get the gold. Like the last few challenges knocked out for each weapon. That way, I don't have to be on camera the entire time. You know. So oh, yeah, I like once it. once I get edging. three, that's called edging. edging. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't Google it. Yeah. Other than that, um, just played a little yeah. Mechanic Simulator 2018. I am just about ready to upgrade to 2021. I just like. I needed nice. to fulfill everything that I could in this game first, and I'm getting there. All right, yeah, cool. Uh, I'm interested to hear how it differs. You know, what what has what have they changed in the in the next oh, whatever yeah. three four years? Uh, they don't come out with one every year, do they? No, it's like it is every like three or four years. Okay, okay. So it's not like you should just wait for Mechanic Simulator 2023. Um, but there may be okay, one. Gotcha. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, what did I get up to? I played a bunch more Midnight Fight Express. Still really enjoying that game. The variety of uh, enemies and stuff continues to grow as you go through the, nice. the worlds. So that one's a lot of fun. Keeping me on my toes. It's getting harder. For a while, I was just rushing through, just smashing everybody in my wake. And um, now, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's times where I'm dying and I got to, you know. What's nice is, though, it starts you like there's, you know, checkpoints every yeah. 
they're regular. So um, it'll just pop me right back in it, and I'm just right back in there smashing fools. It lowers, like, every time you beat a level, you get a different, like, grade. Um, but it lowers your grade, but I don't really care. I'm just I'm just in it for the for the story, yeah. the gameplay. I don't need a grade. Um, and then I also started playing one of our new releases, uh, Tinykin. Uh, this was on Game Pass. I started playing it with my son, and it's, uh, it's a cute uh, little puzzle platformer. And we'll talk about that once we get into our new releases. So it looks good. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been uh, haven't been playing as much this week. I actually went to bed fairly early last night instead of playing video games. For shame. I know. Look at me being responsible. But, you know, I knew I needed to be refreshed, rejuvenated, you know, to get things going with Oh, me. yeah. So, what do you say? Should we get it going? Yeah, we got to let the people know. Let's do it. All right, let's talk about our new releases from last week. First up, Tinykin came out August 30th on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, S. X, Nintendo Switch. Like I said, it's a 3D puzzle platformer. You play as like this little tiny guy and um, you land in this world and it's there's these insects and that you have to do stuff for them. And like you solve all these puzzles and the hook is that there are these little alien creatures and they're all different colors and if you like find them they follow you around, and then they do different things. So, like, the green ones, like, they stack so you can hmm. get up to high places. The red ones explode, and the pink ones are strong. And, like, so it's kind of... I've okay. never played Pikmin, yeah. but I've heard it described <laughs> as Pikmin-like. I was thinking, like, so. Pikmin meets the Yoshi from uh, Super Mario World or something. Yeah, that sounds great. But <laughs> um, I've never... Uh, um, yeah, I've never played Pikmin... But, um, yeah, there's all these little creatures. They kind of, you know, remind me of what I've seen of Pikmin. But, yeah, it's cute. Uh, it's clever. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So I definitely recommend it. It's Right now it's on eight, It's at 85 on Metacritic. And, uh, yeah, it was a day one release on Game Pass. So that's where, I, that's where I've been playing it. So if you got Game Pass, check out Tiny Kid. Yeah. Uh, next up we got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. Uh, this came out also on August 30th for all the consoles. It's out on everything. This is 13 classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle titles, um, but it adds a bunch of stuff to them. It adds uh, saves and some of them you could like rewind. There's new button mapping, online modes for some of them where you could play uh, online. And then uh, some of them have cooperative play that you could play uh, couch co-op with, with friends. So, um, it's also got a cool in-game museum that you could look at, like, artwork and designs and sketches from when these games are coming out. And um, it includes both the Western and Japanese versions of the game. So, very nice collection. Anybody's a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, definitely recommend this one. Especially if you've just got into, like, like for me, I just, you know, got super into that Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. And, uh... You know, I could get back in there and play some of these uh, classic yeah. titles. I thought it was cool. I looked at the full list of, like, all the versions that they have in there. They actually have, mm -hmm. like, not only the console versions, but the arcade versions. And that seems like yeah. that's pretty cool. Absolutely, yeah. A bunch of games that I never even, like, knew existed, too. Like, the fight. there's, like, a fighting game. 
stuff like that. So um, I th- I definitely think, I mean, this one's, you know, it's going on my list. I think right, maybe it's coming out at 30 or $40, so not a full price title. But, you know, you're getting games from, I think they were from like 1989 to 1994, I think is the, the window from, that these games all came out, which is crazy that there were so many Ninja Turtles games out in a in a short period of time so um but yeah ninja turtles fans rejoice it's here go check it out next up immortality came out august 30th on pc xbox series s and x and then there will be mobile versions scheduled to come out uh, at a later date i thought it was interesting that um netflix purchased the rights to this game and they're gonna be putting it on their on their service uh this game i'm super excited i'm waiting for the right moment to play this game. I want to be able to just kind of immerse myself in it. So what it is, it's one of those interactive films, one of those FMV games, full motion video, and it's done by Sam Barlow. He did uh, Telling Lies and Her Story previously. He also worked on some of the Silent Hill games. And this trailer, it's just like, it, it blows my mind with like what, it doesn't show much, but it's just just dripping with like style it's so it's yeah. three movies and you have to like examine the movies rewind them zoom in and like find clues to solve a mystery of like this woman's disappearance what a cool idea yeah it really is and when you say dripping with style yeah i saw like uh like one of the movies is a it looks like a black and white from the 1940s or 50s like spy drama sort of movie mm. and the others have their own uh, kind of style like that. So it makes it really interesting. Um, th- it's cool that we're talking about something that was developed and on Netflix that Netflix themselves didn't develop, like uh, Bandersnatch, which was the uh, Black mm-hmm. Mirror sort of version of this. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be on the actual Netflix app or just to like the mobile the gaming um, devices. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not certain. It would be a perfect one for the app to to be on there, you yeah. know? Like, I don't understand. If they don't do that, they're really dropping the ball. But either way, right now, I mean, people are saying this is a possible game of the year candidate. It's got a 90 on Metacritic, which is, you know, insane. And that it's, the game plays anywhere between like five hours. And I've seen people have put in like 20 hours really trying to like, immerse themselves and solve the whole thing oh, yeah. so i showed my wife the trailer and i was like let's you know let's play this together something like it's a movie that you're you know you also can can play and so we got to find the time to um <laughs> just, you know to get in there oh, and play yeah. it together just a 20 hour movie is all exactly yeah so that's when i looked i was like well you know maybe it's not that long and then i saw that some people like you can finish it in five hours yeah. um but you can also play it much longer. And then last up, The Last of Us. Part 1 came out on September 2nd for PC and PS5. Now this is just a... Um, it's the the game, but it's rebuilt for the PlayStation 5. So enhanced graphics. It looks amazing. Uh, and then it's also got... You know, improved mechanics and controls to take advantage of the PlayStation's DualSense controller. And um, it includes The Last of Us, the, the main single-player story, and then the prequel, uh, The Last of Us Left Behind. 
So that is available if you've never played Last of Us or want to play it looking, you know, beautiful. Yeah, that came out for PC as well, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if the original actually came out or if it was PlayStation exclusive, but I assume it was PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, it was. I'm not certain if the remaster... So they came out with the Last of Us remastered, which may have been ported over to PC. I'm not certain, but... Uh, if not, if this is the first time on PC, and they're in for a treat, for sure. I, and I never even finished the game. I shouldn't even be talking because, like, I keep. It's one of those where I keep meaning to go back to it. But like, my least favorite game of all time are stealth games. I don't have the patience for them. And yeah. this is like the epitome of like, be patient, wait for these clickers to go by, and like, because you don't have the power. I like the games where I'm super powered and I could go out and just destroy everything. Yeah. That is not this game. So, but it's out looking beautiful. I saw some, you know, side-by-side videos and stuff of, like, the the remastered versus this one. Man, they really, uh, it looks looks fantastic. Nice. All right, and that's it for our major releases from last week. It's time to get into our news of the week. Alright, first up, let's talk Sony PlayStation. A lot of things happening over in that in that little world. First of all, PlayStation Plus games were announced for September. So um, to the main PlayStation Plus essential uh, thing, we're, we're getting Need for Speed Heat, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Toem um, on the PlayStation 5. So are you familiar with these games? Mainly uh, Need for Speed Heat. I played a lot of that. Is it good? Yeah, it's one that I really considered going for the Platinum on. Really? Nice. I'm excited for that. I haven't played I haven't played a Need for Speed game, I don't know how long. A long time. Oh, yeah. Like, mo- Most Wanted, was that, was that Need for Speed? Yeah, like PlayStation like 2. The the, they did two versions yeah. of it, though. So there was PlayStation 2 and then maybe like Xbox 360. Okay, yeah, um, that might have been the last that last one I played. So yeah, a, a good like arcade racer. I'm ready for it. You know, especially oh, yeah. after playing like F1. That did <laughs> not f- feed the the you know the need for speed as I like oh, to say. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, and then Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is uh, it's like a fighting game. I was reading a little bit about that. It's a four button fighting game, so it's pretty simple to, for people to jump in, but then. You can, you know, hard to master, uh, and uh, it's got, this one's got a lot of great reviews. And then Toem is like a simple photography game where it's like very stylish and relaxing. It's one of those, one of those games, you know? Yeah. A relaxing photography game. In addition, they also announced the extra and premium games coming in September. So... Um, we're getting 17 games to extra and premium if you're if you're subscribed to both of those packages. And they are Deathloop, Assassin's Creed Origins, Watch Dogs 2, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Spirit Fair, Farewell Edition, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Monster Energy Supercross, Alex Kidd in Miracle World, Rabbit's Invasion, the interactive TV show, Rayman Legends, and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. 
Those are the ones available on extra. And then in addition, you're getting for the premium tier. So the, you know, the, the older games, Siphon Filter 2 from the PlayStation 1, the Sly Collection, that's got um, three games, Sly 1, 2, and 3 from PS3, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, it's a PS3 game, Bentley's Hack Pack, no clue what that is, but it's a PS3 game, Toy Story 3, and Kingdom of Paradise, both were PSP games, so big list of games and not even just like it's a lot of games but amazing quality games too i'm really excited i've i almost bought death loop like five times so i'm super excited to check that game out yeah that was then is that like game of the year for somebody last year it was yeah it was it was in consideration for Uh for a lot of the the places um but yeah that one's cool it's like a you know, you're a sniper and you could like bend time to like rewind and I don't know, redo stuff like Groundhog's Day, but you're a sniper. Yeah. Doesn't that sound amazing? <laughs> um, and then some games that I've played before that um, glad are, you know, available again. Like I've, I've raved about Spirit Fair before. That game is fantastic to anybody who hasn't played that. Definitely check it out. And then Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I played on playstation 3 when it was originally out uh and then they came out with the remastered version for ps4 um which maybe was like two years ago and again again i almost bought that a few times and i i beat it on the playstation 3 but i'm a huge fan of the movie scott pilgrim and um i'm excited to get in there and and play it again so in addition you know assassin's (laughs) creed origins Watch Dogs 2 some big triple a titles come into to the service this month yeah the only one i've actually played out of this list was uh assassin's creed origins and i would highly recommend it next week we're supposed to get a look at assassin's creed mirage that's like the leaked title mm. that's come out that, that's come out mm-hmm. uh, so we're supposed to get another look at it i'm sure we'll be talking about whatever they come out with if it comes out in time uh so if you want to get back into the S- assassin's creed world that's a really good one, and I can almost guarantee that it still plays like a AAA game. It's, it's a few years old now, but I, I bet it holds up. Now, I've never... What is Origins? Is that like a prequel to the entire series? I believe so, and it's it's set okay. in ancient Egypt. Oh, nice. Very cool. All right, yeah, that's... A, I mean, it's a fantastic list. Definitely looking forward to a bunch of those. Those come out September 20th, so, um, you know... They, they announced it a little early. They, they haven't been announcing it this early before, so it was a nice little treat. I like seeing it. Um, more news out of Sony. Um, PlayStation, they're making moves to help their mobile game division. So they recently purchased Savage Game Studios. Now, this is a, a studio that was founded on 2020. Um with a bunch of veterans from Rockstar and Rovio, and they had been working on a AAA mobile title, and now Sony um, just purchased them. So we're seeing more. We talked about it maybe a couple weeks ago about Sony's plans for their mobile division, trying to bring some of their IP that they have, some of the popular Sony uh, IP, into like a mobile, you know, some sort of a mobile game. 
I don't know. You know, they didn't really haven't given us any information about exactly what that means. You know, it's probably to be, you know, a God of War match three game or, you know, oh, something or an endless runner with um, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but now they've got this Savage Games. And, uh, yeah, uh, a quote from PlayStation Studios head Herman Hulst. He said, They were founded a few years ago with the goal of fearlessly exploring bold new ideas. Uh, we share their tireless ambition to innovate along with a continued drive to expand our audience and bring PlayStation to more people than ever before, making them a perfect fit to join PlayStation Studios. So, um, he also said that, um, you know, it's not Sony shifting away from traditional console market, but um, said, uh, as we assured you before with our plans to bring select titles to PC, our efforts beyond console in no way diminish our commitment to the PlayStation community, nor our passion to keep making amazing single player narrative driven experiences. So, you know, they're just moving beyond that. And when you see how much money, there is in the mobile games market it makes sense yeah am i right yeah absolutely yeah if they can get like one banger uh that pulls in a lot of money then they're good they can develop 20 other games that are garbage i hope they don't but you know that's that's the market yeah i mean you look at like how much money like diablo uh, immortal has, has brought in in the short period of time that that's been out so yeah it's definitely a good idea to keep you know, keep growing that mobile division and uh, see what what they can get out of it. Now, um, that wasn't the only move they made this week. They also, um, along with Tencent, have increased their stake in From Software to just over thirty percent. So this, um, so Sony now owns fourteen percent of From Software, and Tencent uh, owns sixteen percent. The the remaining is uh, owned by the original stakeholder uh, Kadokawa is the name. But um, so here, let me read a, a little a little quote from the majority stakeholder. It says, "From Software decided to conduct the third-party allotment to Sixjoy within the Tencent Group, which has strength in its capabilities to develop and deploy mobile games and other network technologies in the global market, including China." and SIE within the Sony group, which has strength in its capabilities to deploy IP in games, videos, and various other media in the global market concurrently and separately. Um, he also said that From Software will aim to proactively invest in development of more powerful game IP for itself to strengthen From Software's development capabilities and will seek to establish a framework that allows the expansion of the scope of its own publishing in the significantly growing global market. So, you know, I you know, talked about it many times. I'm a huge fan of anything From Software puts out. I'm a huge PlayStation fanboy, so this was, uh, you know, this was music to my little tiny ears, baby. Elden Ring Mobile. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're just combining everything. You got Tencent uh, and Sony, the new kings of mobile, and um, yeah, from software. Give me, uh, yeah, uh, give me a Bloodborne Endless <laughs> Runner. I'll take it. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, uh, some some big news. Very exciting things happening over in Sony and, uh, you know, ready to make that money. So not Activision, not Activision stuff, but, you know, we'll get to that. 
Um, another acquisition before we get into that, just real quick, Quantic Dream, which we talked about last week. Um, so they were just purchased by NetEase, which we've also talked about a bunch of times because they're just scooping up um, places and, and creating new. They created that Jar of Sparks uh, studio, and they're just trying to you know put out a bunch of stuff. So um, no price of this acquisition was revealed, but the new owners say that Quantic Dream will continue to operate independently, focusing on creating and publishing its video games on all platforms. So, um, you know, it's pretty exciting stuff. David Cage for a while was in the news. He's the the owner and uh, uh, CEO of Quantic Dream um, for the way that they ran. This was a couple of years ago. This was before we were getting together. But I, I remember it finally, like, because I've been a huge fan of Quantic Dream since, since Heavy Rain. Every game that they come out with, huge fan of. And um, when it came out that he was a proponent of crunch and like, and not great working conditions, Quantic Dream got, you know, they got shit on a little, a little bit. So um, I'm glad to see that they were able to come back from that. I don't know whatever happened with that. If the workplace dynamic changed there, hopefully it did. Um, but I just want to read a, a, a little quote from the uh, founder, David Cage. So he says, today marks an important milestone for our studio after a quarter century of complete independence. NetEase Games values our creative freedom and the drive and passion of our uniquely diverse team. We will now be able to accelerate the vision we share as a group of creating landmark titles that touch people on an emotional level. We have highly differentiated games in the making, and I truly believe that the best is yet to come from Quantic Dream. I am particularly proud that our employees, who were offered a significant share of our capital over the past years, will fully benefit from this acquisition. It is a testimony to our continued commitment to reward all those who have made Quantic Dream the successful studio it is today. Well, I guess that answered my question in this quote that um, they, he, must, he seems to have just offered... Uh, a significant share of their capital to the employees of, of Quantic Dream for, for all their hard work and, and uh, you know, overtime that they put in over there, I guess. Well, so cool story, bro, until until we actually see that happen because, yeah, words are cheap. Stock is not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, big news. Very happy that, um, you know, they'll be given the opportunity to make some, some great games, hopefully. Yeah. You can't talk about acquisitions in the video game world without talking about the Activision Blizzard Microsoft acquisition. And um, we got some news in a, a new blog post by Phil Spencer, um, the you know the head of, of Xbox. So this is kind of like a, um, I guess we could call it the uh, you know our no shit news of the week. But basically he said, um, that, well, here, let's, let's read this. Uh, I'll read this quote. Uh, we intend to make Activision Blizzard's much loved library of games, including Overwatch, Diablo, and Call of Duty available in Game Pass and to grow those gaming communities by delivering even more value to players. We hope to continue growing Game Pass, extending its appeal to mobile phones and any connected device. So now this was never made official. This is never put into, into words, but I mean, we all, we're like, okay, this is the reason that this acquisition exists, you know, to put these games out there on Game Pass and then their thing. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, let's let's well, let's do it. 
Yeah. But it, we still don't have a lot of details even about that. Because are we talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will be on there if this deal actually goes through in time? Or are we talking Call of Duty Black Ops 3 from five, six years ago is going to be what we get? I don't even know what you do with Overwatch, which is already a free-to-play. And yeah, it could be like Diablo 1 and 2, 3 maybe, but 4 doesn't come out. Exactly. Like, so all this is like, I would hope that once this, now, again, this acquisition's not, it's only maybe halfway through the whole process of, of getting approved. Now, they're saying not until maybe late 2023, summer 2023 maybe, that this would actually go through. So will we see any of these games going on there prior to that? Or is this something that will be like once, you know, the acquisition has been completed? Yeah. And even then, like you said, Overwatch 2, free to play. Diablo 4, years out still, I'm thinking. Um, and then, yeah, Call of Duty, we probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be this one because this one will be out prior to the, the acquisition completing. And the next, they said they're going to take a year off. And then the next one wouldn't be until what, 2024, 2025? Yeah. So, again, this is, you know, it's, it's nice to see what their plan is long term. Yeah. Because, you know, this is not going to have any effect on anything in the short term unless, like you said, we could get some of those older titles. If you could put Diablo 3 on Game Pass, that would be fantastic. Or, yeah, even some of the, you know, some of the campaigns from the earlier Call of Duty games. You know, I don't know if they still have multiplayer. Like, I don't know at what point they shut off the multiplayer for some of those. Well, that would be pretty cool. Just, I mean, campaigns alone. Multiplayer would be even better, but I'm sure they don't want to fracture the current whatever the current one is i think that was what they were saying about modern warfare at the beginning they wouldn't even have no it's modern warfare remastered or modern warfare 2 remastered they wouldn't even have a multiplayer mode for fear of it would just split the community in two and they wouldn't have anybody buying the new game instead. oh gotcha yeah so he, uh he also said that they you know they he reiterated their promise to keep popular Activision Blizzard franchises multi-platform um, saying that, you know, um, look what they did with Minecraft after they purchased uh, Mojang, yeah. um, that it's still, you know, available and still as popular as ever. So, you know, good to know that that is still the plan there. And, um, yeah, so it's a it's a whole long blog post. If you're interested in any more of the information, definitely go check it out. It's right on uh the uh, Xbox blog thing, but again, you know, we'll we'll see. Thanks for uh, you know making it official, Phil Spencer. But let's get this let's get this acquisition go oh, going. Oh yeah, I'm sick of talking about it already. Oh yeah, I got one more thing to bring up about it though, which yes, is let's the problem it. with Game Pass that we have mostly been able to avoid so far. But that's games going off of the platform, uh, and when that comes to like Call of Duty. If they were to release the first Call of Duty and it's only on there for like three or four months and then it disappears, uh, I mean, is it, I don't know. It, you said you were going to get back into Modern Warfare 2 potentially? Absolutely. So would you not buy the game until you had to and just play it on Game Pass and then if you're still into it four months later, 
pay 60 bucks or whatever it is? Mm, oh, that is a great question. And I will also say that I will, um, this, this would be a tough one. So if it came out day and date, day one release, if it came out day one on game pass, um, I would play it there and then yes, maybe a, a buy it when it got taken off. If it didn't come out day one and say, all right, um, you know, here's the release date. If you want to play it, go buy it. If you, or it's three months from now, yeah. we'll have it on Game Pass. I'm paying. For it. I'm yeah. going to buy it day one. I think that you know they almost have to say something like that when the game launches, so that you know you get early access if you buy the full game. But please don't don't smack people in the face who just paid sixty dollars for the game or whatever they paid for whatever edition they just sold, and then three months later it's uh, basically free to play if you have a ten dollars subscription. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, uh, that's a great point. Interesting to see, you know, what model they end up choosing with that. Um, yeah, I feel like they couldn't, they would have to have it on there. They couldn't, you know, it would have to, they couldn't even take it off of there for at least a year. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, you can't. but I mean, what's more profitable to them would be the question. 60 bucks a pop or... If you're getting it on Game Pass, is there going to be a lot of overlap of people who buy skins in the game? Or is they just see it as yeah. a free-to-play game? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And I could even seeing I could even see something like a new Call of Duty. Not I mean, not saying this one, but maybe whatever the next one is that that Microsoft owns. That one. Um I could see them using that to raise the price of game pass specific like that if they offer that day one but now game pass is you know thirty dollars a month or whatever yeah. i don't know how much you know it, i don't even know how yeah. much it is now because i bought it three years uh three years of it but you know i could definitely see a big game like that being used to like hey you can play this for whatever a year two years three years and and pay the streaming service so yeah, lots of questions um, regarding all of this and, and what it means for these games day one, what it means for the previous titles in the in the thing. So I'm sure we'll uh, get more information as as the acquisition is, is progressing. All right, next up, 2K Games and developer Hangar 13 have announced that they are working on a new Mafia game. Not much information regarding this. We do know that Mafia 4 will be a prequel. And, um, you know, that's that's pretty much it. It was came out during, uh, with an interview with the the head of um, whatever, uh, uh, Hangar 13, Roman Hladek. I don't, I'm not good with names when there's, the consonants right next to one another. Um, but he did say, I'm happy to confirm we've started work on an all-new Mafia project. Well, it's a few years away and we can't share anything more right now, we're really excited to keep working on this beloved franchise and to entertain our players with new stories. So, are you a Mafia fan? I've not played the, uh, the last three. No. Yeah, I gotta play. I played the first one. Really enjoyed it. Mafia 3 I bought um, when it was real cheap. I think it was like 5 bucks, and I bought it. 
still haven't I haven't gotten in there and tried it but you know I'm a big uh I'm a big fan of mafia stuff like you know yeah. Goodfellas one of my favorite movies of all time so uh yeah I want to yeah. get in there Mafia 3 looked good. Uh, I knew somebody who bought it, and then they started getting into the comparisons of Mafia 3 versus 1 and 2. And then it's sort of like Grand Theft Auto pulled back in the day, where your next Mm. version of the game has some stuff that's just missing from the previous versions. Step back in some ways. Hopefully 4 isn't like that. Yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting now. This is a prequel to the series, so... I mean, I think the first one, if I can remember, was like early, like mafia during maybe like Prohibition era or some prequel to that would be like the birth of the mafia or something. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, interesting idea. Excited to see more. All right, next up, multiverses minute. My favorite part of this show, although I haven't played multiverses in like a week. Maybe I'll play some of that tonight. That sounds like a great idea. Um, but we recently got a teaser showing that we may be getting Gizmo and Stripe as early as uh, September 6th. So very excited. Initially, people were wondering whether or not they would be the same character that like kind of does a, a transformation at some point. But uh, it was confirmed that they are two separate characters. Um, if you're not familiar with the, the characters, they're from uh, a movie called Gremlins. And you've seen Gremlins, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. All right. Um, but, yeah, if you've not seen Gremlins, watch Gremlins. It's an awesome movie. But, uh, yeah, they're coming to Multiverses real soon. And then also WB trademarked Big Chungus um, specifically for video game use. Now, I was not familiar with Big Chungus. Oh, yeah. Before this. Now, it's a meme I'm yes. learning? Yes. Okay. It's like a giant fat um, Bugs yeah. Bunny. Yeah, so it's from like one of the original animations in the 50s or 60s. And just, yeah, big fat Bugs Bunny in a particular episode. But he, he gained the name Big Chungus after a guy, uh, supposedly a GameStop employee, said that this guy tried to purchase this game that didn't actually exist. Um, and that was back in 2018. So the oh, significance wow. of them just now uh, trying to trademark this uh leads people to believe that it's it's multiverses related yeah yeah absolutely i'll tell you what though i love saying big chungus oh yeah it's, it's really uh it's fun to say yeah you know and to that point um, one thing i was kind of wondering about this is are they allowed to trademark the name that was sort of given by the public to this character he definitely wasn't <laughs> big chungus in the in the cartoon yeah, I mean, if they got there before that GameStop employee, then sure, why not, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless he comes in and stakes a claim to uh, to Big Chungus. But, yeah, that's uh, very I'm learning so much today. Big Chungus. Oh, yeah. So much fun to say. But, yeah, I don't know how he would be, you know, if he would be a new character or just hmm. a skin. For, I'd assume for like a point. bug skin. But he's so much bigger than the actual character. They would have yeah. to change like the hitboxes and everything for that skin. So, um, yeah, interesting to see what that's all about. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely now that we're talking about it again. I'm definitely playing some multiverses tonight. Nice. It's been it's been a minute, and I got to get back in there and work on that battle pass. All right, next up, Facebook is shutting down its live streaming video game service so it's kind of like a twitch thing and i'll tell you what this was so popular didn't even know it existed until 
until right before this. I knew they were pushing gaming and streaming on Facebook. I didn't know that they had a particular app for it, though. Yeah, yeah, media. So this was supposed to be like their their Twitch, um, and uh, it just I guess it just didn't stick around. At one point, people were saying this is going to be the next big thing, yeah. but you know, then Facebook became Facebook, and no one wants to be associated with Facebook. Facebook like became Meta is the thing. Yes, and, and the stock following? immediately dropped. Have you been following any of this meta nonsense? Man, Some of it, it. It's a joke, dude. It is really. Um, it's gonna. This is what's gonna put the nail in the Facebook coffin. Yeah. With, if they continue to 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 do this, but yeah, um, yeah. But this I, is uh, ex- October twenty eighth. Facebook gaming will be no more. Shutting down. I was surprised to see the breakdown of the market share of like I guess live streaming. Uh, so Twitch was like 75% of the market. Uh, YouTube is another 15%. And then Facebook was like 7.9% or something like that. And I mean, to me, that seems like, I mean, Twitch is gigantic. But if yeah. you have 7.9% of the market, that still sounds like a lot of money, a lot of eyes. I'm kind of surprised that they shut this down. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Maybe they just weren't seeing growth. You know, like if it was 7.9 at their high now, you know, and then it's dropping. But, yeah, I really, like, I was not familiar with it. But you don't also hear about any, like, you know, like, the big names of the streamers on Twitch and on YouTube. Were there any, like, big name streamers exclusive to Facebook? Not that I know of. And I did hear that there was, like, Mixer, which was Microsoft's answer to all this. They had actually made uh, deals with, like, Ninja and people you have heard of. And uh, they got shut down as well back in like 2020. So the height of mm. people staying inside and watching streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Twitch. It's it's too big, man. It's too big of uh, of a market. The, the money there is is good. It's you know. Yeah. It's, it's tough to to build something that can rival that. Um, but some quotes. Uh, they said, we want to extend our heartfelt thanks to all of you for everything that you've done to build a thriving community for gamers and fans since this app first launched. This was a cu- truly a community-led effort to bring new gaming features to Facebook. Despite this news, our mission to connect players, fans, and creators with the games they love hasn't changed, and you'll still be able to find your game streamers and groups when you visit gaming in the Facebook app. So um, part of it looks like it'll still linger, but the, the live streaming part of it is no more and that that's it for our big news this week is there anything that uh that you you, we missed you want to talk about anything just one thing to tack on this week just to uh Mm. shed a little light on this or shine a light on it so in melbourne australia there's a video game developer that's been working on some audio only games uh for the the vision impaired and uh Mm. so there's this game called sounds period, hidden to be found, period, uh, by Allison Walker and Rebecca Diela. So I don't know much about this game, but it sounds like it completely does not rely on visuals whatsoever. Uh, so if you kind of imagine closing your eyes, listening to a soundscape, and being able to play a game that way, uh, that's what this is. And it's definitely not like the first of its kind. One article I was reading said that these started in like the 1980s uh, by developers who themselves were vision impaired. But uh, I just think it's interesting that you can experience a game in a completely different way. And I guess, I mean, this isn't really, you don't have to be vision impaired 
to play this game. Uh, yeah. So it might be interesting what comes out of the pipe in the years to come uh, that blends these two together. Yeah, no, that's really cool, especially with like, I mean, like ASMR and stuff being as popular as it is right now. You oh, know, yeah. like, um, but it's funny when you first started talking about this, I was picturing like them, like it's just like Australians being like, "Crikey, good day, mate, welcome <laughs> oh, to our people. game." <laughs> yeah. It's, it's brought to you by Subaru Outback. You call that a game? Dude, we have some really good Australian accents. Let me oh, tell yeah. you. I'm going to write this down in my notes so that maybe we'll include this in some sort of feature at some point. Australian accents. All right. There you go. All right. I think, is that everything? Did we get that's, it all now? That's everything. Beautiful. Man, extra action-packed episode of Gaming News Weekly. Thanks so much for checking out the show. Um, do us a favor. Go check out Fruit Lab. It's a really cool website. Um, you know, if you're listening to this on the audio version or if you're checking it out via YouTube and you haven't gone to Fruit Lab, go check it out. It's really cool. They're updating everything. You could earn uh, money just by watching videos. Um, but you can find us there. My name is Erock the Red. This is Full Clip. We both post our videos there. Go check out our stuff. Gaming News Weekly is also there. But if you are um, if you just don't want to, if you're a real dum-dum and you don't want to do that, you can also go to YouTube, Pop Culture Playground. That's where you'll find uh, a bunch of my videos. You'll find this show there. Um, if you go to GameFAQs, G-A-M-E-F-A-X, you can find full clips, uh, stuff on YouTube as well. Um, what else? Twitch. Check out Twitch. You ever heard of Twitch? Well... <laughs> Check out full clip underscore FL on Twitch, getting those gold guns, putting some cars together, doing all that fun stuff. And then if you're, you know, if you're like the Australian people and just want to listen to something, you could listen to podcasts. We're there. We've got podcasts and we've also got TikToks there. You could find our ASMR videos oh, yeah. on TikTok. And it's just all of us just doing ASMR, but as Australians. Like, boy, crikey. You like that? Put another shrimp on the barbie. ASMR. Um, All right. I think, um, how much alcohol was in this beer? (laughs) I'm starting to feel it. Um, All right. That's all I got. Did I miss any any plugs? I feel like I just went off the rails. Yeah. All right. I mean, you can find us on an old flash drive if you see it on a park bench. Stick it in your computer. We're on there. I did. Yeah, I did put that there. I lost that um, a couple weeks ago. So if you do find that, uh, yeah, return that to us, please. Um, but all right, we got to get out of here. We're just, oh man, this is the longest episode ever. All right, thanks so much. We'll see you next week with more video game news. <laughs>